Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today, well, we love these interviews. It is for the latest addition to the Sandful 200 Club. It is West Adelaide Premiership defender Logan Hill. Logan, you've got there. Well, you're a couple of days away, but you're nearly there. 200 games, what does it mean? Yeah, nearly there, Zach. I'm just going to touch wood whilst I'm saying that. Um, yeah, a couple of days out, and yeah, really looking forward to, to Saturday. What it means, I don't know, it's something I sort of yeah, hear blokes talk about their milestones and they mention that it might sort of mean a little bit more once their career's finished and they look back on it and I suppose that might be the case for me. But um, yeah, there's not many of us that have played um, 200 at Westies. I actually uh, got an interesting stat last night mm-hmm. that uh, I'm number 15 and I'm the 15th player um to have played 200 at westies and there's a little bit of a um flow on effect john o'beach uh, and daniel care both um two of like my my good mates from the footy club uh kerry was number 13 and he was number 13 um, yeah right and beachy was number 14 for most of his oh, career yeah. and um and he was the 14th player to reach 200 so yeah a little little stat there for you but um yeah cool yeah no it's means a fair bit mate and yeah pretty cool to be up there with Kerry and, and beat you two of my, my closest mates from the footy club yeah and of course all premiership players uh, there in that great year of 2015 which will reflect upon as well um no doubt last night was really tough for you. Uh, last night um, being at Tuesday night at training, um, you had to announce that it would uh, not only be your 200th game uh, this weekend against Nord at Hisense Stadium, but it will also be your last. Um, it must have been really difficult for you. Yeah, it was, mate. Uh, yeah, even talking about it now, I... Um I won't be anywhere near as emotional as what I was last night, but it wasn't an easy conversation or a speech to make. Um, yeah, I'd been thinking about it for probably the, the better part of 12 months. I, I, I contemplated it at the end of last season and it didn't quite sit well with me. I still felt I had some something left in the petrol tank, but mm. uh, yeah, I think the petrol tank's pretty close to empty in terms of... Um, yeah, just you know, the sample sample game. It's not an easy game to play. You need to be right at the top of your game, and and yeah, I'm sort of I'm definitely I'm 34. I'll be 35 in January, and it's probably probably the right time. And um, yeah, I rehearsed the speech a number of times in in the car driving, in the shower, and I was. I was fine saying it by myself, mm-hmm. but when I had to get up and say it in front of the boys last night, yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of a different different environment to what I'd been practicing in. So, yeah, uh, yeah it was fairly emotional, um, but yeah, I'm kind of happy that it's out now and I can mm. just concentrate on on the game this weekend. Why do you think it was so difficult for you, Logan? Uh, this is all I've known, Zach, since mm. I've been in South Australia. I, I came over as a 19-year-old and I've been here for 15 years and I've played at West Adelaide for 15 years. So all I've ever known since living in SA is playing for West Adelaide and uh, it's something that I'm obviously super proud of and it's been an absolute privilege to pull on that red and black guernsey. And I love the place. 
um, I said to the boys last night, it's my happy place, and, and it really is. Like um, We've all got jobs. Most of the boys that play Sample either got jobs or go to uni, and, and it's just a place where you can switch off from your day-to-day work life and be surrounded by a bunch of boys who you know some of your best mates and you get to go to work and improve yourself and I love being in that competitive environment as well I'm a fairly competitive person so I'll miss all of those aspects um so yeah it wasn't an easy decision but it's a decision that I'm I'm quite content with Mm. I know that I haven't sort of yeah left anything out there I think I've um yeah, like I said, the petrol tank's just about on empty. So, given that such a been such a huge chunk of your life, Logan, coming over from Victoria in the small country town um, of Katani, um, uh, how will you deal with not walking into the premises at uh, Milner Road every, sort of four or five times a week, as you have done for the last fifteen years or so? Yeah, it's a good question. It's something that a few of my close mates um, I've been having conversations with. They know how much the footy club means to me and like I said, yeah, it's all I've, all I've ever known. And I've reached out to a few people, Daniel Kerr um, in particular, who sort of I was on the journey with him for, for most of my career and, and mm. he's now transitioned from from life at, at Westies to a family man, coaching etc and and he gave me some really good pointers in terms of of how much he enjoys uh life now and um and not saying that he didn't enjoy life as a as a sample player but you know there's there is life after football and Mm. and yeah it was nice speaking to my close mates about you know a lot of them have got families now and um got other sort of hobbies outside of of football and yeah it was just sort of nice to know that yeah it's going to be okay yeah uh, I'll, I'll absolutely miss it i actually spoke about the fact that um you know driving down milner road that's one of the things i'll miss because i knew that i was going to my happy place like i said before yeah but i'll find i'll find other happy places and look i i'll have a bit of time off over the summer but i, I still think i i can offer a little bit in terms of my football um but yeah just the the commitment side of things with the sandfords mm. um yeah i think i'll i'll go back and play maybe some local footy where i might have to only train yep once once a week if i'm lucky and yeah. play out on a saturday and not have the pressures so i'm yeah i'm looking forward to that and, and obviously looking forward to maybe starting a family getting married all those kinds of things mm-hmm. And uh, I know, like Daniel Kerr, um, well, I'm pretty sure he's still with you teaching there at Mercedes College. But um, what, uh, obviously, you're a teacher by trade too. So, therefore, does the coaching path interest you as well, Logan? Is yeah, it does. Yeah, Kerr's Kerry and I are both here at Mercedes, so we've um, we, we yeah, we've spent a fair bit of time together, both at West Adelaide and in our workplace as well. And, yeah, we actually both uh, jointly coached the, the girls' footy team here at school and um, we don't do that together anymore, but um, we did that for a number of years together and, and I still coach the girls' footy team. And mm. and it's something that I think, yeah, as a teacher, you, you kind of uh, enjoy the coaching aspect of the game and, yeah, I'm, I am keen to, to dip my toes into 
the coaching environment and who knows i might actually i might not enjoy it mm. uh, but i'm definitely keen to give it a go at some type of level and and see where it takes me before we get to that point though you've got one last uh, occasion to pull on that red and black guernsey that you love so much against nord and and nice for it to be home there at uh, Milner Road there, High Sense Stadium against the Redlegs on Saturday from 1.10pm. How much of a throng are coming out to support Logan Hill? <laughs> um, my partner, Tamay, she's kept it pretty quiet, but, um, yeah, I think I think she's organised a few people to be there. I've obviously got all my, all my family over in Victoria, so I dare say I'll get... Um, get a bit of the family come over and then um yeah as a teacher i think i have um have a few students that might uh venture over as well um i've, I've had a few posters yeah. <laughs> popping up at school here uh so yeah and then i think hopefully there might be a few ex-teammates potentially venture down and yeah i'll be looking forward to catching up with them and having a quiet beer and reminiscing on the good times and of course it's round 19 2022 in which your 200th and last game will be your first game is was round two 2008 so when you just say that out loud and actually stop and have a think about it it's quite remarkable isn't it yeah it is yeah i I still vividly remember coming over, and it, it probably was because of the um, of what happened in that uh, that first year that I was over here. But yeah, I still remember like sitting around the dinner table as a 19 year old, weighing up whether I sort of keep playing VFL, um, which I'd done for a year, or if I make the move and, and head over with Andy Collins. And yeah, there was pros and cons weighed up in terms of whether I should do it or not and I'm, I'm pretty happy that I um, I did do it and yeah it's certainly um, it certainly made me a better person in terms of moving out of home as a 19 year old I'd, I'd never lived out of home before mm. it's quite naive a naive 19 year old I relied a lot on my parents and I had to grow up pretty quickly um, so yeah I learned a lot of things and yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy that I did do that and you referred to there um, briefly about what happened in your early years at West Adelaide obviously the um, horrific broken leg which set you back the best part of probably three seasons really in terms of getting back to playing your your best footy again how defining was that in terms of not only your football but your character at such a young age too um yeah probably the one thing that I take away from that experience Zach is um the football club and what the football club did for me at that time and I think that's um, when my love for the football club really grew and I, I developed a real bond with the footy club because they were so good to me. In my time off I, I headed back home after I had my operation on, on the broken leg and I wasn't able to sort of drive or do anything and mm. um, I headed back home for a couple of months to, to get looked after um, and then yeah, the footy club was constantly in contact with me. I headed back to SA to do my rehab and they'd fly my parents over. Um, they'd allow me to go home whenever. They they kind of created a bit of a job for me, off-field job. Mm-hmm. They just still made me feel a part of the family. And, mm. um, and yeah, and so I, I really 
wanted to repay repay them for what they did for me in that time and and I suppose in that through that time I did I did build a bit of resilience I suppose in terms of missing so much footy and um, yeah so it certainly looking back now it helped shape me yeah the person that I am now but um, yeah there were some dark days for sure <laughs> throughout that time how did you dig yourself out of those I had a few people that I could sort of, um, I suppose, reach out to and uh, vent to. Um, yeah, Ryan Ferguson's and his wife, uh, Bree. Uh, I was quite close with Fergie. And, um, yeah, I'd sort of, I started swimming. I, I wasn't a great swimmer, but I couldn't okay. run for, for the best part of probably a year and a half. And mm. so I had to um, do other things off my legs and, Bree was actually training for the Winter Olympics, so I did a fair bit of swimming with Bree, Ryan's wife, mm-hmm. um, and I got stuck into my uni degree, which was which was really good. Uh, and then, yeah, like I said, I had I'd have family come over, I'd have friends come over, they keep me company, and and the footy club in whole, they they just made me still feel a part of uh, the club. I was a part of game day, game day still. They made sort of a bit of a a role for me on game day okay. um, so yeah just making me still feel a part of that that club environment I think was pretty important um, for me and yeah and that's probably why I hung around and hung around you did and for um, it ended up being rewarded in uh, excellent fashion in 2015 uh, do you still pinch yourself about that year it was almost just like the the perfect year for the west adelaide footy club rising out of nowhere and and winning the flag under mark micken yeah, it was zach um i remember that pre-season that pre-season was still probably the hardest pre-season uh i'd gone through and i'd, I'd been through a, i've been through a few pre-seasons now but <laughs> We just, um, we all bought in and it was really as much as uh, Rubbers, Mark Micken was a super coach, it was really a, a player-led um, campaign as well. Like mm-hmm. we, we wouldn't cut corners, you know, blokes like Jason Pleasure and um, even though James, Jimmy Azard didn't play in that flag, he was still there and he was setting standards on the track and we just had so many great leaders and they wouldn't allow the playing group to cut corners and we have to do everything and our, our, like everything to 100% and our standards just kept on raising that year and to the point, yeah, where where everything sort of not fell our way but we were just primed in that September period and, um, yeah, we were playing confident football and and I remember going into that day, I was, I was actually a lot more confident than what I was in 2012 when we played against Norwood. Yeah. I was happy to be there in 2012, but I wasn't super confident. But mm-hmm. it was a different attitude going into 2015. We actually felt like we could win, and mm-hmm. not just the fact that we were happy just to make it. We actually felt like we could win, and I think that probably helped as well. What was your favourite memory from the game itself? I've said it a few times, but I remember at about the 20-minute mark, uh, I think Greeny, Shannon Green might have kicked a goal and put us about five goals up and I ran past Hartsey, uh, Adam Hartlett and and I had a big smile on my face and he <laughs> and he looked at me and, and he said, It's not not effing over yet or whatever <laughs> and um he just played on the edge all the time and yeah. and then and that kind of like got me back into that game mode and then um 
and then when the siren went, you know, probably eight minutes later, he was the first person I ran up to and gave a big hug to, and he was <laughs> like, yeah, you can, you can smile now. So that's probably the greatest memory I have of that day. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, terrific, and uh, it's certainly something that you can take with you forever in your career, as can the fact that you're now a member of the Treasured Sample 200 Club, and there aren't many players that uh, reach that milestone either, Logan. So well done to you. It's a credit um, to your amazing persistence and perseverance and, and just your loyalty to the West Adelaide Football Club and the Sample competition in general. It's been a pleasure having you over here from Victoria playing your footy and, and making your life here in South Australia. So well done to you and uh, enjoy the occasion on Saturday against Nord at High Sense Stadium. Thanks, Zach, and thanks for your time over the years as well. I've really, really enjoyed it, so I appreciate it, mate.